All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back. This is uh, our podcast. This is uh, two sides of the fence, two minds, two two journeys, and uh, I'm your host. Uh, along here with Duarte Pulley, myself, uh, Roy Salazar, and we are so glad to be back. I gotta be honest with you, Duarte. I'm pumped. I'm feeling very pumped. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm there, baby. I'm ready to go. Um, so before we get started, let's talk a little bit about last week's podcast. Um, kind of, kind of, uh, recall some of the things we had talked about, uh, last week. It was pretty intense. I know we had been talking about some of the things that we had been going through with this COVID-19 lockdown. Yes, sir. Uh, and you know, we had mentioned that uh, our feeling or we had mentioned our perspective about the whole civil unrest, right? Now I gotta be honest with you. Uh, so, um, I I went back and I started listening to some of the the, the things we had talked about. Yeah. And I gotta be honest with you, Duarte. I sound I I feel like I sounded very one dimensional. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, I, I felt like I, I felt very one dimensional. Just kind of looking back and, and listening to some of the things we had said. So two things. Well, a couple of things that I want to mention to our audience uh, is uh, you know you know. Uh, I, I have a habit, so so Duarte, uh, you know, I want I want to let you know that I have a habit of reaching really far back. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. You know, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I I, I I tend to really reach back and reflect on a lot of things. You know, I gotta be honest with you. I I, I almost want to feel and say that I have some sort of photographic memory. Ooh, nice. You know, uh, and 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 I've always felt that way. Uh, I've always believed that because. Man, I can recall things. Oh, I can recall things just so far back. I mean, I can recall things since like the age of like four or five, and 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 the, and I feel that way strongly because like my daughter, mm-hmm. my daughter's gonna my, my daughter's three years old, and she's gonna be like four, yeah. and and she has such a great memory. Yeah, she has such a great memory ability. She has an ability to recall things, even like two, three weeks far out after things have happened. She can yeah. still recall things. Um, my my grandma passed away in December. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think you remember some of that, some of that stuff that I was going through, right? Yeah. Uh, around December with my grandma. Yeah. You know, she was she was uh, she she had uh, passed away in December, and so. A couple months later, we we showed uh, my daughter some pictures of my grandma. Yeah, and she she knew exactly who she was. Even like three, four, you know, like even like three, four months after after not seeing her, she 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 knew who she was. And and if I show her the picture right now, yeah, I I guarantee you she'll she'll remember still that that was my grandma. So, uh, you know, I think she gets that. I think she gets that uh, sort of ability from from me. You know. As far as having a, uh, a photographic memory, um, so yeah, you know, so I, 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 I have that habit of reaching all the way back, and and uh, so you might hear that from me from time to time. Now, 
now, uh, you know, so uh, you know, one last thing I wanted to also mention uh, before I pass the mic on to you, because I, I, I know you have a lot of interesting things to say. There's a lot of things you want to share. And I really want you to just put it out there. I'm very excited to hear what you have to share with us. Um, so I just want to wrap, wrap that uh, thought real quick and then we'll, we'll jump to you because I, we want to hear what you have to say. So, you know, uh, you know, I know that last, uh, again, last week's and last week's podcast, you know, I sounded very one dimensional, you know, I went as far as back in high school, you know, I, you know, I, I sounded very vulnerable. I said, you know, hey, you know, I was very gullible and stuff. And that was right. But there was, you know, it's not like I was just hit, hiding in a corner somewhere. You know, I was also living life and experiencing things as a teenager. You know what I mean? Obviously, I've skipped school. Uh, I smoke weed and stuff like that. You know, I did all the things that high school people do, right? So it wasn't like I was just like some sort of scary cat in the corner, you know. But I sound very one-dimensional, right? But 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 that's because that's because. And the point I want to make is, you know, there's many sides to us, right? Yeah. Can't, we we could definitely say that there's many sides to us, right? There's sure. there's, there's there's a side uh, that only our family knows. There's a side that our friends know. There's a side that only society knows. You know, there's many sides to us, right? And we're always having to wear different different hats right yep uh so so you know i don't want people to think oh hey you know you, you know you sound very one-dimensional you sound like that was you the whole the whole way through high school that was not the case but anyway um i just wanted to recap what we talked about last week but this week we have some new thoughts and some new things we want to share and Dewate, uh I, I had talked to you before this podcast uh, we both are very hyped up. We're both very motivated, and you, you, you say you have some things that you want to share. Please uh, go ahead and share with uh, some of your thoughts. Well, some of the th- some of the things that I have, you know, are the fact that I'm sitting here doing my due diligence on working on myself. Um, I think I did mention that in the last podcast. However, it, it's, it's pretty paramount to work on yourself. Yeah. A lot of people, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm working on myself. Are you really? That's the mm. one thing I ask. And with that being said, I was listening to what you just said about going back and recapping stuff or going back and checking, so to speak, sitting up there talking about what you did back in the day. There's nothing wrong with what you did back in the day. Because truth be told, honestly, I wouldn't be able to have a conversation like this or any conversation, to be quite honest, if I didn't personally know where I came from. Got it, yeah. Let, let me speak to that real quick. A lot of times, a lot of us run from these different things. Um, A lot of, I mean, we run from these different things and think, oh, well, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to throw myself out there. But there's nothing wrong with throwing yourself out there. It's nothing really wrong with throwing yourself out there because when you throw yourself out there, when you throw yourself out there, you know, you just basically are able to to help some other people. Yeah. And one of my biggest things about throwing myself out there, and people always laugh at me or think that I'm crazy when I say this, but me personally, and, you know, excuse my French because everybody knows I'm bilingual. <laughs> um, <laughs> everybody knows I'm bilingual. I don't really give a shit. Think I just don't. And and the reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, like my, like my father, like my dad used to tell me all the time. You know, uh, um, everybody eat, everybody eats, 
everybody, you know, does these different things in their life. And with that being said, it really doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter what you personally think of me. Okay. Good information is good information regardless. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and say when I say eat, if I eat, you're not gonna go to the bathroom for me. And I'm trying to be a bit PC because I don't want to really, you know, piss nobody off or nothing like that. <laughs> People might be might get offended, but but it's true. You know what I'm saying? If I eat, you're not gonna shit for me. If I go to the gym, you're not gonna get uh, you're not gonna get big because I was at the gym. It's one of those deals. So recapping and, and pulling back all this stuff is sort of almost like a therapy session for yourself as well. You know, it, it helps you. Yeah. It doesn't hurt you on no level because you like you know what you're you're getting it together you're getting it together and you know that and you're going within yourself to help someone else does that make sense yeah yeah it ain't about it's not about you know you sitting there thinking you better than nobody i've never done this i've never done that that's 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 a that's a fucking myth a lot of people think to themselves, oh, well, I never did this. Or, or a lot of people run from the different things that they've done. I'm a firm believer in there's no need to run from those different things that you've done. Good, bad, or indifferent because of the fact it made you who you are. Yeah. You have, I mean, me personally, like I just mentioned, I would have no story if I hadn't gone through shit. And okay. And, and I'm not saying that people have put me through things because, once again, you put yourself through these things. You allow these things to transpire in your life. And the reason why I say that you allow these things to transpire in your life is because you have the option. Yeah. You have the option to take it into your spirit or not take it into your spirit. It's up to you. It's totally up to you. If you want to sit there and you know you want to talk about you want to talk about what your wife did or what your husband did. Okay. Or okay. what the people at the job did to you. Mm. You want to continue talking about that? Guess what? You can do that. And it's okay. However you feel, it's okay. However, look at how much time you're wasting on things you can do to improve yourself. Yeah. Because, because it's a very, very sad, it's a very, very surreal deal when you figure out, hey, guess what? I spent, I spent two years or a year excuse me I spent a year or two years thinking about the different things that happened to me vice what I can do to make myself better for tomorrow so and, and it's gonna come so it's gonna come so so let me ask you this let me ask you this uh how did you come up with these conclusions um these, huh uh, I, I, so, so, so since the last time we spoke how, how did you come up with these conclusions what what uh, has made you feel this way? What what has made what has brought these thoughts to the forefront? Well, you know what what's brought them to the forefront is actually looking at life and looking at what's going on nowadays with um with with you know and I, I'm not afraid to say it, with the different movements that's going on, COVID nineteen, uh, Black Lives Matter, all these different things. Make me sit there and, and not so much. I'm, I'm I never judge anyone for how they feel, how, whatever they do. I don't. Okay. However, however, I do take the time to 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 clean my own kitchen. I clean. I I I, I need to clean my house. I need to get my house in order. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. And that is, and 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 those those different things that are going on in the world are part of my house. But I have to go a little bit more. Um, 
inside to go ahead and say, okay, well, what can I do on my own personal level to make things right for my family so that I put out so that I put out good individuals to the world? Yeah. You know, now I hear that. Because I have children. This 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 conversation and this podcast started with our children. It started with yeah. it started with our sons. You know what I mean? So with that being said, what can I do to make it so that, you know, I'm putting out really, really, really good individuals into the world. And I know some of it has nothing to do with them or things things happen to people that I mean bad things happen to good people. I hate to say it, but it's true. No, no, you're right, you're right. Bad things happen to really good people. Yeah, yeah. It's a paradox. It's a paradox. And, and, and vice versa. But all of it, in my opinion, you know, we sit here and we we just have to really kind of dig deep within ourselves. You know, that's one of the things that's that's you know, I'm I'm no I'm no say. I'm not the one to say, well, well, you know, you gotta say this, this, and this because I am an African American man. I I believe what I believe. Other people believe what they believe. I just know for myself, I'm gonna do everything in my in in my right and possible. To make it so that I'm being an asset to the world. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I, yeah. Personally still, I personally still believe in humanity. I just do. You know, a lot well, of yeah, people it's awesome. think crazy. A lot of people think I'm crazy. Think that, oh man, you're just not looking at everything. You're not, you know, you know the term that's thrown around nowadays. You're not woke. You're not this. You're not that. Yeah. However, I'm looking at trying to find my personal pot of gold. So I can bless other people. That's what I do. Yeah, but, but that's what I want to do. I gotta be honest with you. I don't even. I don't even think that that's the case. I think that as a whole, I think. I think we have lost our humanity as a whole. I don't think it's a, a you problem. I think it's a us, a, all of us problem. You know, somehow, some way. You know, we've lost a lot of what makes us. You know. Um, people you know pe- people made of you know made of uh uh you know of flesh and bones you know what i mean i think we've I, lost a lot of that I you know but uh, then a lot of people live in their own little bubble everybody knows what they know and a lot of people are silent a yeah a lot of people i mean let's be honest with ourselves here a lot of people are siloed if if it has not happened to you or a family member, yeah, you know, yeah, you you're not really concerned about it, you know. You know? And I and, and like I said, like I said, I've seen I've seen some things in my life because I ain't been no angel. I have never been an angel ever. Um, I try to bless other people. However, I'm no angel. Okay. I have my own, I have my own uh, different shortcomings and things of that nature that happen, but I'm no angel. I'm no angel. All I do is try to make it so that I can help somebody else. That's yeah, it. yeah. When I wake up in the morning, how can I how can I make someone's life better by just me helping them out, whether it be twenty dollars, whether it be a great conversation. Because one of the things that all that I always relish in and I'm always very, very happy about is the fact that regardless of how my day is going. I can always look and think to myself, you know what? Somebody, somebody's gonna call me and need need some assistance. Somebody, and, and it's not so much assistance of me giving somebody money or 
the majority of the time it's just a conversation. It's just a conversation. Yeah. Might, might be like, hey, D, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is going on. What do you think? And I might be having a day that's, I'm down in the dumps. I, I'm just, you know, I'm not ready to call it quits or nothing like that. But I am down in the dumps. I get down too. And and luckily, I've learned over the years, because you did ask this question, and I'll answer it real quick. I've learned over the years that, you know what, just because I'm down in the dumps, that doesn't mean that I'm out of the game. That just means that I that I that I shot my shot. I missed a couple times, and I'm like, man, when my when my shot gonna get on? Yeah, you know? and that's okay. That's okay. A lot of people don't understand, it, but that that's okay for you to miss. I mean, you miss every shot you don't take, and then in the same token, after you get hot, you can stay hot. You can stay hot because one of I mean, one of my favorite games on the planet is basketball. And okay. One thing about basketball, I love. It's the fact that it's constant practice, constant practice. You know, I never played professionally. I played a, I played a lot of rec, a lot of blacktop when I was growing up and stuff like that. All right. Yep. But however, one thing about the practice of, of playing basketball is the fact that when you shoot your shot and you finally make it and your muscle, the muscle memory tells you, OK, this is how you always make this shot. If you see that and you adjust to that, you will constantly make shots. And, yeah. then, if you, and yeah. then if you miss a shot, you'll know exactly what you did to not make that shot. And that goes to life itself because if you know that every single time you go on a job interview or you do an investment, you're missing the mark. And then the one time that you change it up a little bit and you make that shot you you get that investment or, or you get whatever it is you're supposed to get out of that situation do the same thing a lot of times yeah. us, us as humans we don't us as human beings you know and it's not a black or white or latino thing it's just not um a lot of times we don't we don't we don't self-assess after we have a win yeah we don't yeah self-assess. Self-assess and see what you did right so you can do the same thing again. But the crazy part about that is when we don't hit our marks, we self-assess all day long. Yeah, I hear that. It's crazy. You know, um, let me let me ask you this. Uh, you know, um, I, 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 as you were saying all this, man, I was just thinking to myself, you know, you know, sometimes there's us, you know, sides to us that we can even dismiss or be blind to. I guess, I guess you call that blindside. I, I agree. Being blindsided. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna go too deep into this, right? Because obviously, this is like a marriage thing and everything. But, no, no, but, uh, go with it. But you know, just you know, even like a couple of days ago, we were just talking with my wife and. and I mean, my wife is, you know, she's like, she's the razor's edge. I agree. You know, she's just the razor's edge, man. So much more than, 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 than myself. You know, uh, she just has this awareness that I don't, you know what I mean? And, you know, she had asked me a couple of things about, you know, uh, my retirement and stuff with my retirement, uh, you know, outlook, you know, how's that looking? And, you know, she asked me, how's, you know, how's that looking? And, and, and I gave her an answer. 
And, you know, obviously, though, I'd say, you know, we, we both can agree on the, uh, on this, that sometimes, you know, as minorities, we have minority answers, you know what I mean? Minor, minority yeah. responses, you know what I mean? So she had asked me about, you know, my retirement outlook or whatever, you know, That's what kind of... Hey, what kind of plan do I have? And and, and I gotta be honest with you, I gave <laughs> I gave her a minority answer. Of course, you, you, that's a very big statement right there. I you know I gave her a minority answer, and and she just gave me this look. You know what I mean? Like, mm, you know, she wasn't too fond of my response. Okay. Um. And so you know, she asked me, you know. Why aren't you looking more deeper into the, into it, into your retirement? Because let's be honest, right? As minorities, my, you know, retirement, something as some something as a subject, a subject, right? A subject such as retirement is like out of our minds. I agree. We don't even think about it, right? I agree. I agree. We don't even. It, it, it doesn't even concern us because, you know, for so many reasons, right? And so when she when she when she asked me that and I gave her a response and and she didn't she wasn't too fond of it or whatever you know I was a little bit embarrassed but at the same time I'm like you know what why 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 is it why do I have that kind of response you know why is my response so typical I'm not happy about it that's not, I don't think anybody I I don't think as I don't think as a, I'm gonna say as a Latino man, right, or as a minority, right, man, male. Yeah, I'm not happy with that response. I'm not happy with my own response. Yep. You know what I mean? But, but what am I gonna do about it? What can I do about it? Right. Yep. The the truth is, you know, it's a challenge, right? The truth is, it's a taboo or a challenge or some sort of struggle, you know, in our community. I agree. You know. I agree. So, you know, um, the truth is, so, you know, I'm, I've been looking into it, right? I, I, I went back to my email against some sort of invisible will, right? Against some sort of this, against some sort of invisible force. I went into my uh, uh, company email and I looked up, you know, when is the next time I can enroll? Okay, you know, you know, into my four one k. I have one from my previous job, but I haven't touched it. I haven't uh, rolled. I haven't rolled it over. I understand. But let me tell you something. I mean, that should wake us up, man. You know, I- that should wake us up because the truth is, man, I should have rolled over that my four hundred one k from my previous job. I should have rolled it over. As soon as I got hired in my present in my current job, you know what? I, I, I should have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to speak to that because the thing about it is, to be quite honest, you're not in the boat by yourself. First of all, second of all, thank um, you. That you, you're not. You're not because I. And, I and you know what? You know. You know what? I, I'm sorry, Dwight. I don't mean to cut you off, but you know, can, can you say that again? You're not in the ship. You're not in the boat. By thank you. Yourself thank you. I think. I think a lot of us need to hear that. Because the I, thing about it is I did not really look at mine until one of my uh, 
one of my friend, one of my friends from my job, who so happens to be Caucasian, and he, and the reason why I say that is because this speaks to the fact that we are in this thing where the, where we're looking at well, and people are upset saying, you know, because people are saying Black Lives Matter, right? Okay. I'm saying, I'm saying this to say that a person, a person that does not look like me, doesn't have any skin skin in the game, no skin in the game for me at all. They don't pay nothing for me. I don't pay nothing for them. We're just friends. He 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 looked at me and said, "Hey man, have you looked at your 401k?" And I was like, "Nah." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm like, I mean, because the one thing that um, I personally think sometimes us as minorities, and this is not everybody. Let me say it one more time. Yeah, this yeah, you're right. You're right. Everybody. You're right. A lot of people do look. A lot of people of, of, of minority with a minority background or minority lineage, they do look at theirs. Me personally, I don't always look at mine, and I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. I'm pretty sure as you've just spoken on it, I'm not alone. However, yeah. however, I will say this: a lot of times we just have to really dig deep and say, you know what? Let me take a look real quick. You know, and when somebody brings it up. You know, sometimes, like you said yourself just two seconds ago, you get a little embarrassed that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The only reason I know is because with him saying that and with me have wanting to invest and grow my uh, grow my portfolio, which I'm very super happy, happy to say that I have a portfolio now. Um, that, <coughs> excuse me, that was that was something that I was really happy to yeah. I saw that I had a couple dollars to be able to invest. And yeah, yeah. Them. And that's and it's a lot of different things. If you look at Instagram, you look at Facebook, you look at all these different platforms, they always talk about making sure you have generational wealth. I was looking yeah. at, I was looking at something earlier, which was Chris Rock talking about being rich and being wealthy. And it, it, I'm not a big Chris Rock fan. I'm just not. I mean, he's okay, but I'm, that's not like okay. Yeah, gotcha, know? gotcha. I like other people. I, I do. Chris Rock gotcha. is there, but but I mean, I listen to Mary Nine again, but not not that much. However, he was bringing up something very, very, very significant because he even showed pictures. Almost, he was like the person that's wealthy is the person that signs that check. The person, that's yeah. Rich, the person that's rich is the one that gets the check. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I—I I mean, generational wealth. He said you can't even shake generational wealth. You can't shake wealth. It's not happening. So, going to what you were saying, it's one of those deals where we have to really honestly start, regardless of. And this is not a a minority podcast. I want to put that out there first. This is it's two minorities that's doing it. Okay, it's not a minority podcast. It's gotcha. just an awakening podcast where we're like, hey, you should look at yeah. this, look at that. I'm personally not gonna go with I'm personally not gonna go into the issues of the world. It's not gonna happen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be around here with no job and looking crazy because I said something that somebody so happens to find offensive. Okay. I, you don't know, it's a very thin line between offensive and just speaking in your mind. So I'm not gonna go there. That's not gonna gotcha. happen. Gotcha. Gotcha. However, in the podcast, we do address some of these different things, but but I have I have no qualms against anyone because a lot of people that look like me don't look like me. The whole nine have helped me. So yeah, so, I, so I, I mean, I'm in a different boat. 
Oh, no, no. I, I, I agree, man. I agree. Let me tell you something, man. I agree with you, man. Some of the best help that I've received in this life, in on my journey, have been by people who don't look like me. Don't look who like are, you. Who are not a part of my ethnic community. I'm going to say ethnic, right? Because Latinos, as a Latino, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know if people knew this or, or aware or, or even or, you know, care to think about it, but Latinos, you know, Latino is not a race. It's an ethnicity. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's just something that a lot of people think about. And, and it's something that I didn't think about for a long time. But, you know, uh, just, I'm just putting it out there real quick. You know, Latinos, we're, we're an ethnic community. We're mixed, we're mixed from so many different backgrounds. But I don't want to get into that right now because that's not the point. But what I'm trying to say is, I agree with you, Duarte. A lot of the help that I received in this lifetime, in this journey, has been by people who don't even look like me. And I'm and, and I've welcomed it. And, I've been and, receptive. I've been receptive. See, but it. the cool part about that is, you have this is the one thing that I don't think everyone, uh, I don't think a lot of people understand. It's not everybody that looks like you means you well, first of all, and that everybody that doesn't look like you means you harm. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to understand, I think it was a rapper back in the day. I don't remember his name, but he said real recognizes real. That's a, that's a very large yeah. statement. The reason why I say that's a very large statement is because you got to look at it like this. Some of the people that have helped me in my lifetime that don't look like me, they literally noticed that, hey, this guy got something, something going on for himself. So with that being said, let me help him. And then I ret- and then for me, I always return the favor because guess what? If I find out good information, I don't give a damn who picks it up and or who knows it. Because some of the things that I've read, some of, well, I don't read that much, but I listen a lot. But some of the things I've listened to, like Napoleon Hill, uh uh Napoleon Hill Thinking Grow Rich, uh Pablo Quayle, which is uh the uh it, it's the alchemist. These people don't look like me. They don't. They don't. And and they don't. And these things, these are old, old, old uh, books that I've read. And when I say this to people, people always take that like, whoa, you read that? People that don't look like me are like, whoa, you read that? And they look at me in a certain kind of way. So one of my biggest things is to always just break the stereotype. Break the stereotype. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to, excuse my French, but I'm going to break the stereotype because... Some of the things that are really crazy to me also is the fact that when people look at me and say, oh, my goodness, you're such a good guy. And I always ask myself a couple questions when they say that. I'm like, am I a good guy because I'm not trying to rob you or do anything to you? I'm mm. harm? Or yeah. am I a good guy because I'm a good guy? And some yeah. of the people I know, they say it because I'm a good guy because I'm a good guy. And other people, as you can, as you as you walk through your journey in life, you'll notice that some of these people just mean it because of how you look, and that's sad. Yeah, and that's really yeah. Uh, that's really sad because I think that the world is starting is now is first of all is it, the world has been turned on on its on its shoulder. It's been turned on its head, guaranteed, and that's a good thing because there's a lot of people out here that have been practicing been been practicing been been you know doing their reps 
however you want to look at it they've been doing all these different things to get that chance get that opportunity you know what i'm saying and yeah. people are just like they're deprived of that opportunity you know what i'm saying i would tell people at any given time i'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer however i talk well enough to be able to get shit done and that's because of my background. That's because of what my parents gave me growing up. We never looked at color. We never looked, we never looked at what you have, what you don't have. My dad used to tell me all the time when I was growing up, when you look at somebody, you ask them a question. If they can help you, they can help you. If they can't, then you say thank you, and you move on to the next fucking person that can help you. Yeah. Once again, speak yeah. my friends. But it just is what it is. And going back to the statement of with you looking at your retirement, yo, I personally want to be done by 50. I'm 47. I turned 47 yeah. in um, February, this past February. I want to be done by the time I'm 50. And whatever it takes for me to get there, I'm going to get there. The will of a man cannot be stopped. And that means woman as well. If you want to get there, get there. That's what you Yeah. You, so, can't so- look at, you can't look at yesterday like and just listen to what you were saying you can't look at yesterday and think to yourself oh well i didn't think about this i haven't thought about this once again those are all um things that well, you thought about in your past now tomorrow's a new day today is a new day go for it today it's nothing wrong absolutely 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 keep going i mean keep going because some of the things that you and i talked about this just a little bit earlier um, before we got on the podcast, but I've been wanting to be an investor since I was 15. Yeah. I mean, you do the math. That's 30 some odd years of that, but yeah, 30 some odd years ago that I wanted to be an investor. I always had some reason why I couldn't do it, or I was thinking about not taking that leap. That's yeah. What, that's what people have to understand. Take the damn leap. Take the leap. Take, take the shot. You've been practicing. You know this stuff. You are more empowered than you realize. That's what's so, crazy. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate you uh, sharing sharing those thoughts, man. Uh, because let me tell you, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, something as simple as that little scenario that I shared with you guys. You know, it's it's easy enough for you to want to put your tail behind your in between your legs. And kind of walk away or dismiss it or just forget it that it even happened, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've gotten to a point in my life where I'm like, you know what? Just go to the damn uh, company email. Look for the 401k information. See when is the next time you can enroll. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's not going to happen for me until like the end of the year when the enrollment is back up. So now, now I have to wait until the end of the year when you know when january comes around for me to, to try and enroll but you know um when a company does a match for match yep you know you need to take advantage of that and i always i've always known that in the back of my head but you know i don't know if if it's typical for people to just think this way but for me it's like as soon as i start thinking about something like that i'm like man nah, you know i got all these bills i got all these bills that are accumulating I, you know, I got to pay this. I got to pay that. You know, my school loans here, my school loans there. And automatically, I start putting all those issues uh, ahead of that. Yep. 
And I'm like, man, I'm like, uh, you know, and then I, I quickly, it's very easy for me to just be like, whatever, I'm just going to skip the 401k option. I'll wait till the next time. And, and it's been that way for, for me for years, man. You know, I ain't gonna lie. It's been to the point where it becomes habitual. It becomes a habit. And then next, you know, you, you just don't even think about it whenever, you know, as soon as anybody mentions, okay, it's time for 401k in the back of your head somewhere. You're just like, oh, that's not for me. Or, or this discussion is not for me, whatever. You know what I mean? Because, I you know, and so, you know, here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. So let, let, let's, let's, let's take a couple steps back. And I can, I, I can even explain to you, at, at least from my end of, 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 I can explain to you from, at least from my end of the fence, you know, where all that comes from. So first of all, in my family, finances, good finances, Good finances were never practiced. I agree. And not just that, not just that, but and this could be a my I don't know if this is a minority thing or it could be a Latino thing. But I know that uh, you know, among several people in the Latino community, this is not all Latinos. I'm gonna say it right now, this is not all Latinos, but but uh, for the most part, you know, there's some Latinos, you know, that are are skeptical. Yep. You know, they're very, you know, they, they feel that, you know, they can't trust other other Latinos, for that matter. Um, and so they don't want to share their finances. If they have a little extra money stashed away, they keep it a secret. They don't want you to know about it. Of course. You know, that's just, that's just, uh, you, know, you know, that's just the way it is because, you know, um, you know, as soon as a family member knows that you have a little extra money, they're going to, you know, they, you know, in the past, you know, there's been situations where like, you know, oh, you know, as soon as they got done, they know you got a little stash. Hey, let me borrow some. Hey, let me borrow some money real quick. Hey, let me get, let me get, uh, let me get a couple of dollars. I'll pay you right back. You know, let me, let me debunk that real quick. Just real okay, quick. okay. Um, that's everybody. Okay, okay. That's not, that's not just Latinos. Okay. That's not just African Americans. That's everybody. Gotcha. If people, gotcha. Know, and I, and I, if people know that you got a couple dollars extra to the side. Of course, they're gonna be like, "Oh, you know, oh, let me borrow a little something." That's yeah, every, yeah. That's everybody. That's not just a certain culture of people. It's just the one thing that's different is the fact that certain cultures they make it so that they make it so that guess what? They have better uh, financial practices. Let's be honest. Yeah, better yeah. Financial practices, you know. Because the one thing that I've always seen is certain certain cultures of people, they will go from nothing to something in like 0.3 seconds. Yeah. Because they'll say, you know what? We need to save this. We need to not not do this, not do that. And that's financial education. That don't have nothing to yeah. do with that has <laughs> nothing to do with that has nothing to do with the fact that of your ethnicity, your ethnic background, your uh, yeah, yeah, your ethnic background. It's just certain people work a certain kind of way. My dad, yeah. my dad was the same way. Like my dad busts his ass, and he were that dude got like three or four uh, retirement checks coming. Mm. If you sit there and you ask him, you know how much did he look at any of it? He, zero. He never looked at any of it. He looked forward to the retirement from the job. He didn't look at the extra at all. Yeah. But that's yeah. just but that's just the financial education or miseducation, to be quite honest, that people have had. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Certain yeah. People, certain people were born were born into a family that might have had money or their parents just invested or whatever. So they have they have a better start. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, you're right. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I can go really, really way back into my family history, but that's not what I'm gonna do right now. But I, you know, I, again, I want to reinforce that was just the way that you know uh, I grew up was in my family. There wasn't really a good, strong money management practice, or they didn't encourage it. I mean, they didn't, they didn't even talk about it again because of what I said. Sometimes they wouldn't even talk about it because sometimes if they had a little extra money, they wanted to keep it a secret because they knew that there was family members out there that if they knew you had a little extra cash, a little extra something, you know, hey, hey, can I can I borrow some? Can I borrow some? You know, and yeah. they, you know, and, and, and so you know, in order to, in order to protect their money, you know, they just they didn't want to put it out there, you know, and so that's how that's how I grew up, man. and that's why you know. And you know, good money management, which just wasn't practiced in my family. See, but it's and, but it's a learned behavior, though, too, man. It's it is. It is. It's not. It's not something you're you're ornately um, know about because as you growing up, your parents. All you do is see your parents working. You don't see them. Yeah. You don't see the. You don't see the back office of your parents. You just don't. Yeah. And I never. I, and I never saw the back office of my parents. What I did was I learned over the years. And from my different experience that, you know what? And from me reading and looking at different things on, once again, social media, thinking to myself, damn, this person makes makes sense. Because if, if at one point I was living off of $60,000 a year or $50,000 a year, and I go up to making $20,000 more, then why the hell am I spending more? Yeah. These are, these are yeah. just things that, I mean, we spend it more because we have a little more and that's fine. Oh, however, yeah. However, you still got to think to yourself, what about tomorrow? And that goes yeah. into a whole different realm of we just, we as human beings, all we really do is think about today. We yeah. Don't think about yeah. tomorrow because you got to think about it. This is one of the biggest things. Everybody, well, I'm going to live for the day. I'm going to live, I'm gonna, you know, I'm driving this train. Yeah. Or I'm riding this bike till the wheels fall off. Now, 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 now. Exactly. Everything you said, and exactly. Not, and that's not all. That's not always a good practice. No, but no, we, not at but, all. But we don't know. We don't know what we don't know. I let let me let me let me be real clear with this. You did you didn't know what you didn't know. So if you want to beat yourself up about that, that's fine. However, okay. Okay. However, I'll tell you this: you have a, a young lady that's in your life, your wife, that's pulling your coattail. Yeah, she's read some stuff, looked at some stuff, and said, "You know what, babe, we got to get this together," and that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. However, yeah. the information comes to you, you you go ahead, you digest it, and say, "You know what? How can I roll with this? How can I do what I need to be able to do?" And a lot of it, honestly, truth be told, and I've lived this myself, so I can speak on it. A lot of it is fear. A lot of it is fear. Yeah, just yeah. No, that's, yeah, it's true. And Let's similar, be honest. And similar to what you just said a second ago, it's like, well, you know, uh, I got I got this bill, I got that bill, I got this bill, I got that bill. Yeah. Guess what? Even if you invest a couple of your dollars, you still gonna pay a damn bill. Some bills are reoccurring. They're going to come regardless. Yeah. They're going to so, come nonetheless. 
So when you look and you, when you look and you think to yourself, oh, oh, I need to pay, I need to pay X, Y, and Z or what have you. You still got to pay X, Y, and Z, regardless of how much money you have, regardless of how many finances you have in the bank or not. You're going to have to pay these things. Yeah, it's very, very major and important to say. You know what? Let me take a leap. Let me take a chance. Let me let me go ahead and see what I can do. You know, and, yeah. and, 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 and yeah. actually going out and seeking the information because a lot of times nowadays things are things are free. You don't even have to pay to get this type of information or these type of oh yeah. You don't have to pay to get it. It costs you nothing. It costs yeah. you zero. Like yeah. a lot of people won't even say, "Well, let me look." Like, and this goes into something that's a crazy realm. But let me look and see how. Warren Buffett made it. Let me see how Bill Gates made it. Because one of the things I learned is the fact that Warren Buffett, and you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm totally off with this or not, but, uh-huh. but one of the things I kind of read and listened, well, I listened to was that Warren Buffett after fifty. Oh wow! After fifty, he had money, but he had money. He had wealth. But he made a lot of it, lot of it after fifty. I'm not interesting. I'm not saying wait till fifty because it's a whole different day and age. Yeah. But it's nothing saying that if you ain't if you're not dead if you're not dead then you still have an opportunity to make right on your own promise. And when I say own yeah. promise, is that's the promise to yourself to 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 basically leave something for your family, do what you got to do for your family. Because honestly, I, and I tell people this all the time, they think I'm crazy. I know they do. But it ain't about Duarte no more. Duarte is good. Duarte has had everything on the planet that I've ever wanted. It's a few things out here that I would like to have, but everything I've ever wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Had. So it's about making making it so, these, so my children and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and the children after that can have what they would like to have in life. It's, yeah, yeah. It's generational wealth, and that's one of the things we don't talk about enough, and we don't do enough. Uh, we don't do enough research to figure out how we can make that happen. So, yeah. So, yeah. You're right. You're right. Absolutely, man. So, uh, so let me share another perspective with you. And again, uh, maybe it's something you can also debunk. Maybe it's not just a me. Uh, maybe it's not just a me scenario. Maybe it's a uh, everyone scenario. Um, so um, remember back in the like I would say late '80s, early '90s. Remember when the economy was just great? Yeah. Do you remember that? Remember when the economy was just so good that everybody was happy? Yeah, I agree. Remember that? Remember those years? I do. I do. So 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 uh, you know my my I would say my mom. And my uncle and my aunts—they got to enjoy some of that. Yeah, they got to enjoy when the those years when the economy was just doing so great, and it looked that way, and that's the way it was presented to to I would say to me, right? I would say it was that's the way it looked. So so that's what I had to look forward to. That's you know I'm like I'm like oh man you know, and and, and again my parents were you know my 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 mom and her family members, you know they were actually. Uh, Immigrants, right? They came. They came to, to this country as immigrants, and they didn't have like all these high end, 
job, but because the economy was so good, they they were able to really enjoy a good lifestyle. Yep. You know, they were, so I can only imagine with somebody with education at that time, or with some sort of professional you know, skills or something or background, I can only imagine what what they were able to enjoy at that time. Yep. But anyway. So I just remember, uh, you know, watching my uncle. My uncle, uh, he was a, he painted cars. Yeah, that was that was his skill. He he was a professional car painter, and he used to get paid on some sort of commission base. Yeah. So the more he painted cars, the more he, he the more commission he got for painting cars. And there was a a couple of years where he ended up making like six figures. Just from painting cars, I'm like, and I was just so, I was like so amazed yeah. that, uh, and I was, I was like a, I was like a teenager. I was like in my early teens or whatever when this was happening, uh-huh. and that's, and so that's what I had, I had to look forward to. That's what I uh, uh, looked forward to. I looked forward to being a part of a great economy. I looked forward to to being able to 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 have a a, a, a decent job with a decent salary. And afford a decent lifestyle, you know, because the housing the housing was not as expensive as it is today. Yep. Uh, you know, gas wasn't as expensive as it is today. Food, nothing. Food, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, like, I I just remember like with twenty bucks you could get a whole full a cart. You know, you could just get a cart full of food. You know, I just remember all that, and that's what I had to look forward to. And then, little by little, year over year, things started getting ex- more expensive. Things started getting a little bit more costly. The, the prices started going up slowly, not not immediately, but slowly. Inflation, inflation, exactly inflation. But because it wasn't happening so suddenly, you were like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll get past it. Oh, it's okay. We'll get past it." You know, it was sort of like that picture. You know, have you ever seen that picture where there's like a horse and the guy in front of there's a guy on, on the horse and he has a piece of carrot. Yep. And, and he's putting that carrot in front of the horse's face in order to make it move. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever you ever seen those images? Yeah, I have. It's like, yeah, that's kind of what it. That's kind of what if what it was. Now that I look back, that's kind of what it looked like. You know, it just you know the, the it's, it's like somebody. It's like the elite or something at that time. The elite were just putting a, a piece of carrot in front of you and making you move. The whole time you just you see this carrot in front of you and you're trying to move towards it. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, but you're you're and because you're doing that, you're forgetting about everything else like inflation. Yep. Costs going up gradually. Gas prices going up gradually, and then by by before you know it, boom, everything's expensive. See, but you know what? I I I can I can speak to that. I'm gonna tell you why. It's because nowadays, honestly, if if folks would take a take a good look, it's different way. It's more ways to make 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 a living now that don't require you to have a degree. They right, right, yeah, yeah. Now, and I'll paint the picture for you. Remember back in the day, and I'm older than you, but remember back in the day, a million dollars, a person being a millionaire was like the thing. You yeah. wanted to be a millionaire. Yeah, nowadays, yeah. Nowadays, take that M and change that M to a B because most people want to be billionaires. You dig yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. the economy has, has, has gotten to a point where you can reach that. If you were a billionaire back in the day, oh my God, you would you might as well have been a truth. You might yeah. have, you might as well have been the king of the planet because it wasn't happening all the time for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. However, if you really look at it now, 
it's pop, it's ways that people can go out here and do it. You know, I mean, I'm 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 no I'm no soothsayer. I'm not. I don't know the future. But a millionaire nowadays, you can be talking to a millionaire and and not even it, it's it's no big big deal. Not yeah, not even be impressed. Yeah, you like looking at them like oh, okay for real. All right. <laughs> yeah. Of course, to people that don't may not have it, because I'm not a millionaire. I ain't gonna fake it. I'll be there soon, but right now I'm not. However, a, a million dollars is like okay, you know, because growing up. In my mind, I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire by this certain age, and I'm going to be chilling, relaxing, and it didn't happen. And that's fine, because it wasn't my turn. That's yeah. what people fail to realize as well, is the fact that when it's your turn, it's your turn. When it's not, it's not. Yeah. So you can do to change that. You can, you, can, you can do your due diligence, but if it's not your turn, it's just not your turn, right? But yeah. however, nowadays, you can help help your turn get there a little bit faster by just saying, you know what? I'm going to go out here. I'm going to do everything I can possibly do to get to be where I need to be. That's what so, I'm thinking about. So, so, two things, so two things that I want to add. Two things that I want to add. Um, yeah, here's the thing. So I got to be honest with you. I hate to say this. I hate to say this but because it sounds foolish. But that's the that impression stuck with me. Yep, it just stuck with me, and it's so hard to shake it off. It's your hardwire. So yeah, that, yeah. That, let, let's let's be clear. It's your hardwire. Uh, everybody's everybody's hardwired differently, and with that being said, a lot of people are hardwired to be a certain kind of way, think a certain kind of way, and until you sit there and. And I've said this to many people. Until you figure out that the people around you that were older than you, your elders or what have you, may yeah. have been wrong, you'll always go yeah. with the hard wire. I've, so, I've always gone with my hard wire. So, so let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. And this is totally unrelated. It's not It's not the same situation. It's not the same thing. But, be, but the movie struck a chord with me because it had no well, I'm gonna get I'm, I'm gonna get to that so so this movie had a similar premise it was a totally different subject it had nothing to do with with uh, what we're talking about now but the premise is so relevant and it's the only thing it's the only movie that, that can come that comes to my mind right now but did you ever see that movie called born on the fourth of July with Tom Cruise no, I haven't actually. It's a it's an old movie. It's a older. It's one of his movies when he was a little bit younger. Okay. Now a lot of people might dismiss it for its political for its political correctness or for its political agenda. But I gotta be honest with you. When I saw that movie, I didn't even look at it for that. I did not even look at this movie for that. I looked at the movie. I looked in between the lines, and, or I looked at the premise of the movie. And the premise that I got is nothing stays the same. It doesn't. That's what I got out of it. So, so basically, this movie is about uh, a kid, right? This movie is about a kid who saw his parents go off to war during World War II. Yeah. Right. So when uh, when these soldiers got back from World War II, you know, they came back as heroes. Remember that? Remember when they came back as heroes and 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 everybody was celebrating them and there was all these uh, parades and and, and this such a huge acknowledgement for our, our heroes for, 
from World War II. Remember that? Yeah. Um, so, so, so this movie kind of depicts that, right? It shows a kid who saw his parents get back from World War II, and you know, so just they look very heroic. And so the kid is inspired. The kid is inspired to do the same thing. He wants to go to the military. He wants to go to the army because he he it's such a heroic thing to do, you know. Yeah. But then what happens is he grows up, and then when he goes to war, it's the Vietnam War. Oh yeah. That was so. So when he so he goes off to the Vietnam War, and then he ends up actually in in the movie he actually ends up killing he has a, he actually ends up killing someone. Uh, uh, in a friendly fire, right? And then he gets guilty about that, and something happens, and he comes, you know, I think he gets shot or something. He gets shot in the leg or something, and he loses his leg or something. Yeah. And he ends up in a, in a wheelchair. Okay. Uh, and then, anyway, so, well, so he comes back, he, he comes back, and when he comes back from the, the Vietnam War, there's nobody, there's no parade, there's no celebration, there's no welcome back, except for Except for his family, you know, making him a little welcome home party, and a couple of neighbors coming back, but then you know he, he. But then what happens is, once, once the party's over, it's reality. Yep. You know, it's it's a reality, and so what happens is he ends up going through all these things. His family has to endure his pain, and, and, and finally he gets kicked out or something like that. He ends up going to some sort of hospital, and then he goes to some safe haven. In Mexico, where he gets drunk all the time and 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 and, and has uh, you know uh, has sex with prostitutes, you know, and, and 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 his life is just his life is just one is it's just one big nightmare, you know, a reality shattered, right? This movie is very intense. This movie, you know, it's very intense, and again, it has nothing to do with what we we're talking about. But what I got out of it was the premise, and the premise is nothing stays the same. Nothing stays. The same things, you know, things change. And so, uh, you know, what can happen is uh, even though the previous generation got to enjoy, because let's be honest, the baby boomers got to enjoy the best of this country. So to speak. So to speak. You know, they got, well, so to speak, right? So to speak, right? But, but that, that's the status quo, right? The status quo is the, the baby boomers got to enjoy some of the best wealth that this country had, or some of the best economics yep. this country had to offer. Right? You know, that's the status quo. But then the next generations, you know, the generations after. I mean, look at us. Look at us, man. You know, we're 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 in the we're in the you know we're in the in the fight. We're in the struggle. You know what I mean? I agree. You know, the, and, and, the one thing and, I would say is the the one movie that I can honestly say really kind of struck a chord. For me, was Pursuit of Happiness. That was oh my, yeah, one good one. Favorite. Yeah, okay. That's one of my favorite movies because you know what? That young that 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 gentleman, he not having a lot, trying to struggle. Okay. Took care of his children, and you know, took care of his children or his son, and he did that, and he continued to move. He continued to move forward. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's the biggest things. Similar to what you're saying, the reason why I say that is because life does change, and if you don't move with, yeah. if you don't move with that wave of life, you'll be you'll drown. You just will. You know what I'm saying? And you may not, yeah. may not physically drown. No. However, if you're not moving with life while it's moving, then what are you doing? What are you doing? 
Seriously. Yeah. And I'm not yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying this to say that that there's not invisible ceilings out there that you that you get to and you and you can't bust through or it takes you a little bit longer to bust through. But my, one of my biggest things is there's so many people out here that are doing well that anybody can find somebody to talk to to figure out how they did it. I mean, one of one of the things that my mentor always tells me is he says that is clue. Hey, Duarte, welcome back. Welcome back. So, well, um, one of the things that, like, we were talking about, like, the pursuit of happiness is the fact that this guy, he just went ahead and did what he had to do for his family or for his son. He just made it. That was his wife. You know what I mean? That that young man was his wife, you know? And yeah. continued to rock on, you know, going back to, like, how life changes it does change. And if you don't change with it, then you're behind the curve. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, think I mentioned it earlier. I don't remember, but I may, I will not don't remember, but I, I mentioned it earlier. I've been to be an investor since I was 15. I'm 47. Yeah. yeah. And I just started really kind of getting into it. Same here. I've had the knowledge and I've wanted to do it. And it's something that I want to do. And I just didn't do it. And that's one of the things that we have to understand that when we go through this thing called life, as you evolve, take those great ideas with you. Continue rocking on to get where you want to be, you know? Yeah. I mean, we, we could sit here and we could blame, you could blame, you could have a hundred thousand reasons of why you're not where you want to be. Like I said just a few minutes ago, it, it's all it's all a process. And when you start understanding and knowing that it, it is a process, and things are gonna happen when they're supposed to happen, how they're supposed to happen, things gonna loosen up here and there and everywhere for you. You'll be in business, you know what I'm saying? As long as you start, you're good. So so uh real quick, I just wanna let the audience know that we got we have gotten disconnected. Uh and I I know the reason why. Uh my laptop was really close to my to my phone. Uh, so right now, just to let the audience know, we're doing this podcast from our homes, right? So the app that we have allows us to connect over the phone. So Duwate, you're at your house, yep. and, and I'm at my house, and so we're only able to create this podcast because the app that we have allows us to connect over the phone. Um, but my laptop was close to my phone, and, and it was causing some sort of interference. So that's where I got that squared away. I think we're good. We figured out what was happening. So uh, I, I just want to let the audience know in case you hear a skip in our podcast, in case you hear uh, a skip, that's what it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I mean, it's never too late. Um. But you don't want it to be so late that when you look back, you know, you're in your deathbed or something. I don't know. I but. You know, uh, again, um, you know, going back to what I was saying earlier with my, 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 with my uncle and seeing the way my uncle just made so much, he made great money. If he talked to my uncle, 
he'll tell you, man, he enjoyed his life. Exactly. He enjoyed his life, you know. However, uh, his retirement portfolio, well, two two things about it. First, I don't know, even know what it looks like because, again, you know, it's that whole keep things, keeping things secret, right? Uh, and I'm being and I'm being uh, humorous, right? You know, I'm being facetious. But, you know, one, I don't know what his portfolio looks like because, you know, of course, you know, again, it kept, kept in secret. Second, um, you know, my uncle is actually a f- considered retired, right? He's officially retired. He's getting some... He's getting some sort of retirement uh, uh, check or something like that. Yeah. And so that's, I got to be honest with you, that's the same attitude that, that I've had for a long time. It's like, oh, you know, it's all good. Because when I retire, you know, I've been working since I was 14, 15. You know, when I retire, I should get a nice SSI check when I get old. Yeah. Two things. Two things. We don't even know if there's going to be any more Social Security money left. I agree. With the way things are going, we don't even know, right? We have no clue. Because right now, you know, it's so bad that the government is printing money like it's candy. Yep. You know, so we don't even know. With okay? no behind it. With, no, with nothing behind it, right? It's just fiat, it's just fiat money. And second of all, you know, um, like I said, I mean, you know... When I get to that age, you know, how much will I get? And will I still be able to even afford anything? But the way prices are and everything. And, you know, you know, you, you know me, right? The Watts, I, I keep telling you, I grew up in a Christian church. I grew up in a church and, and uh, I, you know, I have, I have the faith that I have. You know, I have a Christian faith. There's a verse in the book of Proverbs and it, and it says, uh, you know, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Exactly. And you know, like, like I said, I grew up with that. I grew up with that my uh, my biological father. So these are these are fun, you know these are blo- uh, foundational things that I don't have and I can't count on, right? So so you know I want to do the opposite. I want to be the, the, the I want to be the responsible parent. I want to be the good dad. I want to be. I want to hold myself to that standard, where I can leave something, not just for my kids, but for my children's children. You know what I mean? That's the standard. That's the standard that I want to have. Now, I I'm still learning how to get there. All right, I'm still learning how to get there. You know, I I I, I still don't know all the steps involved. You know, I still don't know. You know, you know, my car, the the engine is ignited. There's gas in my tank. I'm gassing the car, but my car is still in park, so to speak. That's the metaphor. And, and I I need to I need to get my car from parking into drive. Yep. And that's where I'm that's that's the, the challenges that I'm having right now is how the crap can I get my car to go from P to D? I'm gassing the hell out of my car. My my engine is revving. My engine is revving high. I've got gas in my car a tank. My engine is revving high. I'm gassing the hell I'm gassing the hell out of the, my gas pedal. But how can I get my parking uh, how can I how can I how can, how can, how can, 
how can I go from P to D? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that I noticed for myself that took me from P to D is that, you know what? It's just like when you first start driving, using your metaphor. You, when you first start driving, it's to it's it's seeing that it's it's seeing or having the sight to know that it's gonna work. It's gonna work regardless. Because one of the things I always I, I live one of the biggest things I live by personally is it's either a lesson or a blessing. Either you get an immediate blessing or you learn a lesson. And using your metaphor of putting your car in, in, in drive or whatever vice park is the fact that guess what? Either you're gonna pull off smoothly yeah, or you're gonna pull off a little too fast. But you figure the fuck out why you're doing it. There you go. That's it's what's about, up. It's about doing it's about figuring it out why you're doing it. Because That's what's up. Is because you know, if you don't do anything, then nothing happens. But if you do something, something happens. When people are when people are moving and doing what they supposed to do, not supposed to do, but actually getting out there and giving it that honor, that earnest effort, then guess what? First of all, you're gonna fall. You're gonna fall. You're you're gonna you're gonna I mean, using your car using your car as the, as the, as that terminology or just using that from what you said is the fact that guess what. You might get too close to a car and hit your brakes. Guess what? You learned a lesson. Guess what? Now don't get so don't get so darn close. Yeah. Yeah. Once you, once you start moving, you're in business. Because guess what? You can make moves when you're moving. If you're not moving, you can't make moves. But one of the biggest things that people fail to really speak on when it comes to stuff like that is mindset. So big yeah. mindset. If you sit up there and you worry about, or anyone, me, you, anybody, if we consider ourselves to be getting into the game, getting some skin in the game, trying to, trying to, you know, make it right, make it right for for the rest of our lives or for our family's lives, then why are you even attempting to think about failure? Yeah. If you don't quit, yeah. if you don't quit, you don't fail. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If you don't quit, you don't fail. But guess when you fail? You fail when you quit. When you say, I'm not going to mm. do it before or whatever, I can't do this. Because there's a such thing as redirection. Redirection is not quitting. If something is not working mm. for you, then guess what? You didn't fail. You just redirected. What's wrong with redirection? Yeah. That, partic- yeah. that particular avenue might have been closed. So guess what? If, the, if if a road is closed, guess what? You don't look at yourself and say, "Damn, I failed to get where I gotta be." No, you you take you take the redirection, so yeah. you're still going where you need to be. Yeah, basically yeah. today, what it is, everybody says, "Well, you gotta fail to succeed." I don't believe that personally because guess what? As long as you keep going, as long as you say, "You know what? I'm figure it out somehow or another," you don't fail. How yeah. Do you fail? How'd you feel? Just because, because you because you switched direction or went to another uh, realm, you failed? No, that's not that's bullshit. You didn't fail because you kept going. You still standing upright. You still going towards where you need to be. Yeah. You can fall. <laughs> you can fall, and you're gonna fall every single solitary day. Make no mistake about it. You are. 
But if you say, you know what, okay, I fell on the ground, past tense, and now I'm going to stand up and keep pushing and keep moving towards my destiny, then that's fine. You're going to get knocked down regardless. I don't give a damn how good or bad a business person you are, investor you are, you're going to have days that you fall. And those falls could come in, come by way of you lost, you think you lost a couple dollars, but what about if the stock roars back and you and you make up more more ground than you put in? Did you did you fail? No, it was a fall. That's yeah, a, that's a, that's okay. Falls are yeah. You got to look for those falls. You got to embrace those falls because guess what? There's a learning. There's a learning process within all that. And within all of all that you do, there's a learning process. It, it is what it is. You have to learn. You nobody is good good at anything until they're good at it. Yeah, we have to yeah. About it. yeah, you're right. You're right. Nobody is good at anything until they're good at something. Hell, that's why a majority of us work our nine to five because we got good at it. Not that we like to go, but we got <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, you're right about that, man. So you know, um, a lot of a lot of complacency. I mean, as human beings, we we go with complacency majority of the time. Oh well, if I leave and we start second guessing ourselves, it's a it's a mental thing for people to second guess themselves to say, well, what? Start asking what ifs, right? Yeah. But then you look at it like this, right? Let's use that statement real quick before we get off the phone. Because before we get off the podcast, because I know we got to wrap up. Look at that statement. You ask what if, right? Yeah. You're right. What if? What if? You say, if you look at what if in a positive way versus a negative way, you'll be in business. Because what if you don't invest? You don't have any, you don't have any, you don't have anything to pass down to your baby. What if you do invest? Yeah. It's going to grow. Yeah. It's be good. But what if you don't? That's the kicker. That's always the biggest statement. What if you don't? If you yeah. don't, then of course you fail. You definitely fail. Because you fail to do anything to, to help yourself. But if you but if you say, you know what? I'm still gonna go out here and make sure I get it. Then that was just a fall. Yeah. Yeah. That was a present fall. Okay, now get up. Let's go. And tomorrow when you look back at that fall, Fail yesterday. You didn't fail today because you keep pushing. You keep moving. Same thing when we talked about retirement. It doesn't matter when you start. Of course, we all in a perfect world want to start when we first get our first job. But what about starting today? You haven't started working. Same thing with this podcast. You and I, we we've done times when we should have been doing more podcasts. Doing all that's true, yeah. But we didn't. We had a good run, and we was on it. We failed. Yeah, that's fine. We back, but we're back. We're back on it. We switch it up a little bit to be able to to talk about our children, as well as just help people know how to go about getting this shit done. Getting it done, (laughs) and I'm no expert. Yeah, I'm no expert. I will push any and everyone who asks me questions about anything i push you to go look at the internet now now key, there's key, an... keywords are big if you now, say go ahead i'm sorry no 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 go, uh no no go ahead uh finish up i was just gonna say something real quick but go ahead finish up i was about to say keywords are big 
If you don't want to know about investors, hell, go to Google and type in investing. Investing for beginners. Uh, uh, 401k for beginners. However, it's your beginning. So always put beginning. And once yeah. you get better and better and better at it and you do your research and you know about these things, the same thing with our babies. I didn't know nothing about autism until I started looking it up, doing my own research. I learned because the fact I said for beginners, I don't know. What is this thing? Yeah. Um, a lot of it is trying a lot. Of, one, one last one last point is a lot of it is we have to learn to be humble. And we also have to learn how to be, I mean, we also have to learn how to start in the beginning. Yeah. So being humble and learning how to start and not having too much pride to say, I'm going to look it up and check it out and not getting and not being in an uproar when somebody pulls your car or pulls your coattail to say, hey, did you think about this? So, so uh, what I wanted to share real quick and I, I'm kind of scared to get out of my podcast screen because I don't want to get disconnected again. Uh, again, this is going back to the Bible. There's a there's a scripture in the New Testament uh, written by Paul the Apostle. And I got to be honest with you. I have read this verse many times in my life, right? For as long as I've been a believer, right? As long as I've been a Christian believer, I've read this scripture many, many times. And there's a verse, right, that he quotes. That he says, if you persist and do not give up, you will get the crown of life. There you go. There you go. Amen. And let me tell you something, man. That scripture means something totally different for me. These days, I'm looking at that scripture from a different point of view. These days, than I ever have. I mean, I've come across that script so many times, but it's just speaking to me now in such a way that I've never... I, I'm looking at it in a totally different paradigm. And there you go. If you persist and do not give up, you will get the crown of life. See, but that's and we, we, we need to do that. We need to practice that. I know I, I do. do. I know I, I do. do. I agree. We, we all do. And the crazy part about it is, and you know, we're not going to turn this into a Bible thumping thing. We ain't. <laughs> however, however, everybody has some form of fashion that they that they learn what they learn. So I'm gonna give you two different paradigms, right? Two. Okay. Different. Okay. One, one is biblical and one is universal. The I'll go with universal first. Universally, it says that if you and I've, I've read this many times if you start the universe wants to help you period period point blank period you make a decision you go for the universe wants to help you all these obstacles that you think are in your way will get out of your way and you don't have to do anything to do it that's our problem that's a very large problem because the thing about it is people always think that I have to I have to move these obstacles on my own lesson guess what Either you go under it, over it, or bust through that bitch. That's what you do. <laughs> Excuse my French, but that's true. You know, that's cool, man. I, I hear you. And, I hear you. And then it's like once again, excuse my French, because I don't like to use the Bible and and use those type of words in the same token. But one of my par- one of my favorite favorite verses out the Bible is the is the the actual parable of the talents, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I'll explain that one because many people don't know it, right? 
there was there was three different servants, right? And there was three different servants, and there was a king. He was going away for a while. One servant, one servant was scared that the that the master would be upset with him if he if he didn't have the money that he gave him when he left, right? So he hid it. He hid that couple of dollars, right? That's us in life. We're gonna hide the money to say, you know what? I don't want to lose it, so I'm gonna hide it, right? The second, the second servant says, you know what? He got a couple, he got a couple talents, and talents meaning gold or money or whatever it was. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what it was called back then. Exactly. So he got his, and he said, you know what? I'm gonna take half of this and invest it. So he pulled, so he invested it, right? The third one, he got talents as well, but he invested all of it. The second and the third servant got a return whereas though they could say they told it they told the king when he came back here this is what i have the, the yeah. first servant that didn't do anything with his he got his taken away he got his given to someone else and guess what the king was ugly mm. disappointed in him mm. so think about your life mm. think about your life and think about the blessings that you have if you do not take them and use them to the best of your ability they will be taken away from you. Or guess what? Even worse, you'll just have what the fuck you have. Excuse my friend. <laughs> Excuse my friend. You will have exactly what you have, and that's it. You won't have anymore because you were scared. That's so, what's up, man. So to take a chance, to take a chance to bet on you because you're betting on yourself. You're betting on yourself. And if you have that mindset to say, you know what? I'm not losing regardless. And, and and if I lose my couple of dollars, I'm going back in. I'm going back in the game. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do more research. I'm gonna learn from the lesson that I that happened at that time, and I'm gonna keep going. Then you in business. That's real. It's really yeah. just that simple. Make it. I mean. I mean. Hell. Like I like I just plugged in. You know the book, The Alchemist. This guy turned iron to gold. In the book, he turned iron to gold. Yeah. What's to say you can't turn iron into gold? Nothing. Only person that's saying that is you. So you can't blame your wife. You can't blame your job. You can't blame society. You can blame you. Because guess what? It's somebody out there getting it. And guess what? Half of these people, it's just like my gym analogy. The people that are yoked up want to give you all the information how you can get yoked up. The people who are not yoked up, those are the ones that don't want to tell you nothing. Cause they ain't yoked up for real. They they looking sloppy. They don't. They look crazy. But when you go in the gym and you see that guy that looks all big and and he looks great and he has the body that you want to have, ask him. I'm pretty sure he's gonna give you every piece of advice you can. And arrogance is never is not the deal. Cause I work out and I know people that are huge and they want to give you information. Same thing with this world. It wants to give you information. But you first have to seek. Yeah. You first have to seek, seek that seek out those people, and once again, success leaves clues. You have to ask. You have to put your own pride to the side and stop. We have to stop prejudging people to think, oh, he won't help me. You don't know that. You don't. What's that? That person won't help you. What's that other? What's that other biblical verse? Seek, and you shall find. Ask, Knock, you'll receive. Knock and the doors will be open to you. It's three lines. It's seeking you shall find. Asking you shall receive. Knock and the door will be open. That's the three lines. That's one of my favorites as well. 
That's yeah. exactly yeah. how it goes. And if you don't ask, you don't receive. You and right. I mean, yeah. and that is pride once again. People don't want to say nothing because they like, oh well, you know, won't nobody help me. But you don't know that. You don't know that nobody will help you. Actually, it's probably people out there that are looking to help people that that just won't ask any questions. They don't they don't want to say it. They don't know it. They just assume it, assume it, making an ass out of them and yourself that they can help me. Which is which is total BS because majority of the people, they don't mind helping you. And if yeah. that person can't help you, just like my dad would say, go to the next person. Yeah. Somebody's ready. Somebody's yeah. out there willing and ready to give you assistance. Yeah, you know what? That you know what? That reminds me. And I know I know we're we're kind of going I know that kind of, we're kind of going a long way into the pocket, but that reminds me of a story, man. Um, and this is totally irrelevant, right? Because we're both already married, right? We're both already married. But I remember growing up. I remember growing up. Um, there was this kid, right? There was this kid, and this is probably like sixth or seventh grade. This is not even high school. This is like sixth, seventh grade. And remember those? Remember those little middle school dances or whatever? Yeah. Now I gotta be honest with you. Uh, personally, personally, you know, when I was in middle school, I was very shy. Me too. You know, for X amount of reasons or whatever. But I remember back in those middle school dances. Uh, I, you know, I'd be like one of those kids that'd be up against the wall with all, all the other boys. I'm on a podcast. Come here. I'm listening to you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I'd be one of those boys that was like up against the wall with all the other boys. Right, and then there was, and I remember right, and I remember clearly like there was maybe a few there was a maybe a few kids or whatever, a few boys that were dancing on the dance floor with some girls and stuff, and you know all the boys that were against the wall were like you know why how how is he so lucky, how is he so lucky to dance with that girl or or how do he get how, how do he get to dance with the girl how do you know you know what I mean how how is he out there in the dance floor dancing, right those were all, that's what the boys against the wall were questioning, you know how is he so lucky. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't know what when it was. I, th- I think it might have been the next day. Right, might have been the next day that that we were all back in classroom. You know, after the whole middle school dance or whatever. And I just remember hearing this conversation where one kid was like, "Hey, man!" He was asking one of the kids that was on the dance floor, who was dancing, who was dancing with the you know the cute girl or whatever in the middle school. You know that everybody thought was cute or whatever. And I just remember hearing this conversation where the, one of the kids from the who was hanging on the wall asked the, one of the kids that was on the dance floor, "Hey man, how'd you dance with how'd you dance with that girl?" He said, "You know what I did before I asked before I asked that girl to dance, I had asked about six or seven other girls to dance, and they all said no, and she's the only one that said yes." Yep. You, you, you know, I, I I wasn't even a part of the conversation, but when I heard that conversation, I was like, whoa, whoa, how revealing is that? You can use that analogy for a lot of other things. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, but I just remember it so clearly, like, you know, because, you know, if you, you can easily be that kid, right? Taking this analogy, you can easily be that kid against the wall and thinking everybody else is lucky except you. You and anybody else against that wall. 
you know, you guys are the ones that are have have the bad luck, and everybody else is having a good time. They seem to have the good luck, right? And things ha- good things happen to them. But you don't know. You don't know how many times that that kid had to ask a girl dance and get rejected until he came across the right one that actually said yes. You know what I mean? You know, that's that's what people fail to see. People fail to see what ha- what's happening in the beginning. People fail to see those few things that happen before you get to the end goal. Oh my goodness, that that speaks to a lot of things because you have to understand. People have to understand that. Guess what? At the end of the day, the people that are successful out here, they 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 fell on their face, past tense, so many times. This that is yeah, yeah, exactly same thing. They they same fell thing. on their face so many times because because you gotta think about it. I mean. If you really look at life itself, all the no's that you get add up to a yes that you get because you continue, you continuously kept going at it. You don't, if you're doing something, you get no's. If you're doing nothing, you don't get a no. All you get is the little comfort inside of you saying, oh, well, I didn't get a no. Yeah. You you didn't do nothing. You, you Yeah. So of course you got no's. But if you continue to ride out, yeah, a yes will come. That's the key. All of those knows, all of those knows definitely, after, definitely, definitely, definitely add up to a yes. Exactly. After, but, you have, but people have to understand it and realize that because hell, if even if you get all, if you get a yes from the beginning and the and the next one is a no, you don't stop. You keep going. Yeah. You keep yeah. going because if you keep going, you keep pushing. You will get some no's, but you'll get more yeses and no's, and it'll start being very uneven in your favor, but you have to keep going. You keep going, you'll get some yeses. You don't keep going, you don't get you don't get it. You you, you gotta get it. You have to you um you have to continue to ride, continue to roll, continue to go forward regardless of how many no's you get. And actually, I personally believe you should be happy with the no's because guess what? The more no's you get. That means you're that much closer to mm, us. Mm, mm, mm. That much closer. Lovely. Like, lovely. Ooh. Yeah. Lovely. Like, ooh, tell me no. Tell me no. Ooh, you told me no. Cool. I got a yes coming. Because <laughs> nothing, nothing stays down forever. And when you realize that and you understand that and you keep rolling with that, you in business. You are truly in business because guess what? Just because you got that no, a yes is coming your way. Nice. It is what nice. It is. it is what it is. Regardless of what anybody continues to try and think with them themselves, down in themselves, self-cutting because we like, I mean, uh, let's be honest with ourselves. All of us, we like the fact that when shit is bad, we like, oh, I know it was going to be bad. So you self-cutting. So when you stop self-cutting, you know, and not, not physically, but mentally self-cutting, and you say, you know what? It's not gonna be bad. That was that that no is just that no. Nice. That that no is just that no. That's not saying everybody gonna say no. That's just that one person. Nice. So when you look at it as just that, is what it is. Face value, vice reading all the way into it, which all of us do. You in business because you like okay that no was that no. All right, then the next person gonna say yes. Okay, I got another no. That means the next person gonna say yes. That's that's another no. Guess what? The next person gonna say yes. They say yes, and then you once again are developing your shot, learning to have the muscle memory to say, okay, what did I say 
to make this person say yes. Okay, I say X, Y, and Z. Okay, now I'm gonna keep saying X, Y, and Z. And you start getting more yeses. And then when you start getting those more yeses, you're like, oh shit. All I had to do was just develop it, figure it out. <laughs> oh, I figured it out. Nice. I figured out my own mix. You have to learn your own mix. Nice. That's another that's a that's one of that's one of the if if there wasn't any type of upside to this coronavirus shit, that's an upside. Nice. Now you have time to to figure out yourself. Nice. Whatever your business may be, whether you work for somebody or you work for yourself, you have the time to figure your own mix out. <laughs> you do. You have the time to figure it out. I mean, hell, look at us. In this is our second part. This is our third podcast in three weeks. And that's a good thing. We figured our mix out. Yeah. It out to say, hey, we could do it this day. We could do it this time. You and you and I've had a lot of lengthy conversations about when we could do it. However, we just never were able to able to to, to mesh up. Now we figured out a mix. Yeah. So, so even still, even if we don't do another one for another two weeks, it makes no difference because we figured out our mix. We know where our shortcomings are. We know where we can adjust and make it better. And that's what that's what it's all about. Getting those no's so you can get a yes. Because if you get a, if you get no's, you know what to adjust. If you get no no's, then you don't know what the hell to adjust. <laughs> yeah. Adjust. I hear that. So you, I hear that. So, so when you get the no's or something don't go exactly how you wanted it to go, guess what? Now back to the drawing board. Back to go figure out your own mix. And when you figure it out. It's a surreal feeling because you're like, oh man, it took me all this time. You're gonna be a little pissed off with yourself at first, but after you get past the pissed off point with yourself, and you start thinking, well, damn, I figured it out. You, you just, it's, it's gonna be a drug. It's gonna be a mental drug where you just, it's gonna be a high that you can't even get past. You gonna be like, man, you, quit. I know exactly what I got to do to get a yes. Well, <laughs> continue doing it. That's what's up. That's what's up. So you win regardless. You think you're losing, but you win. That's your. That's your. That's your. Um. That's your mind telling you, telling you that you lost. Oh, you can't do it. It's your subconscious telling you, oh, you can't do it. You just got. You just got 35 no's. Okay. Who's to say that 36 is not a yes? 37 is not a yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a sucky. It's a sucky feeling to think to yourself. I was two minutes away from success because I stopped right here. I quit. Yeah. Do not quit. So, uh, I, I, I guess this is a good time to end the podcast. I mean, we yeah, it didn't ran long. We were gonna do it for an hour, but we went over. No, actually, so we got disconnected. We got back we on. Went over. We got back on, and then we said we were gonna be on there for about 10, 15 minutes, just because we wanted to make that up. Uh, however, we ended up going an additional 15 minutes for a total of, uh, well, um, on my on my timer, it says 34 minutes, 35 minutes, something like that. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm kind of glad we did because we got this little extra knowledge in. Yep. So, we, I, you know, depending on how we edit this, we might not, we might break this into part one and part two or just, or just one full episode. So we'll, we'll figure that out in the editing in the editing stage but i'm so glad that uh we got a chance to talk about this i know that me and you you know we're really hyped up about getting started on this podcast uh we were looking forward to it 
And every time that it does come to fruition, I get very excited because, you know, again, you know, you're a family man, you work, same thing with myself, you know, we're just busy, we're, we're still working from home, we, and we have to have, we have to make time, we have to find time, you know, to, to get this podcast out. And, uh, you know, again, you know, um, our audience, you know, you know, you know who you are and, and, and you know how this relates. We're just trying to acknowledge uh, any way we can, you know, and so that's really what we hope our audience gets out of this is how can what we shared with you relate to you and how can you make it relevant to your life? Exactly. And also, if it doesn't relate to you and you have a friend, a family member, hell, even somebody on the street that it might relate to, share it. It's, 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 it's no fun if everybody can't. Sounds it's no fun if everybody can't have none. Share it. It's nothing wrong with it's nothing wrong with sharing the knowledge that you may have. This may not be you might be on top of it and already know these things, but I guarantee you. It's somebody in your life or somebody that you know that is the best way to do do it. You know, that old funny statement of sharing is caring is true. That's true. Share that's true. It, share it. If it's not for you, that's fine. It's not for you. Maybe the next one is for you. Maybe, maybe none of them are for you, but you took the time to listen. So I want to thank you, first of all. But secondly, I want you to put it out there to other people. Say it to other people. Help them out. Hell, all this I can't I can't claim all the things that I've said as my personal own thing. I can just tell you this is how I think. And this is how I move, you know. And this is how majority of the things that I listen to when it comes to like audio books or something like that, this is how these people move and they're and they're successful. So guess what? Only way you're gonna be successful is to help somebody else. Help somebody else. What 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 does it hurt you? Words don't words don't cost you a dime. And it damn sure don't hurt you to give somebody else a leg up or give them a good idea. Never know. You might be saving a life that you didn't even know that you were saving. That's what's up. That's what's up. I, I have nothing else to say me, me, or me. share. I think we've come to the end of our podcast. Yep. Dewate, thank you so much. Uh, you know, uh, you definitely kicked a lot of knowledge. And I appreciate you taking the lead on that. Uh, and... Um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you know, uh, into the next into the next podcast. You know, everyone have a good day, have a good week. Until the next time we we see you. Until the next time. All right. Until the next. All right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, everyone. Thanks. Everybody. All right. Later. All right. Bye. Bye.